Carbohydrates are very, very important. Carbohydrates often get a bad rap, but they are a necessary part of nutrition. Jessica Phelan from Fort Hay State University speaks with The Morning Blend's Jeff Lanker about the benefits of carbohydrates on this episode of The Post Podcast. We're talking about carbohydrates today. Uh, let's uh, let's get into that topic. Uh, um, and uh, as far as I know, like at least from what we're bombarded with online is that carbs are bad, but I don't think so. You read my mind yeah. because my first question on my notes here is when I say the word carbohydrate, what do you guys think of? Yeah, and we're, we're bombarded <laughs> online with like, uh, like especially scrolling through TikTok or uh, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube or anything like that. You get that completely yoked guy that's like talking about <laughs> cutting carbs and things like that and and whatnot but uh yeah uh, you gotta have them though right yeah you gotta like you gotta have them. yeah absolutely so actually it was just yesterday i had somebody they we were just making small talk and she said oh you teach nutrition well do i really need to cut out all carbohydrates and my heart dropped because <laughs> no that is not not the answer yeah. so what i thought i would do is explain a little bit about carbohydrates and their utility and then also talk about um, maybe some misconceptions about carbohydrates mm-hmm. so uh carbohydrates they're composed of carbon hydrogen and oxygen um they are the uh building blocks for what I would say like our energy. And so some of the main functions of carbohydrates, um, they are that preferred fuel source for the body. Mm-hmm. And so your brain and your central nervous system, that is um, in particular areas that absolutely thrive off of carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And so in the middle of the day, when you guys hit that slump at like three o'clock, yeah. a lot of times you're quick to try to grab like uh, something sweet, a candy, you, you have those cravings. Well, that's your brain and your body saying, hey, I, I need some more energy. I've used whatever, you know, we had for lunch. I'm, I'm ready for more. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really good um, just internal cue when you're feeling like reaching for, you know, those sweets or sugary foods or beverages. That's probably a good sign that you need more fuel. And of course, that fuel can come from numerous sources. But carbohydrates are very good. Um, if you look at, you know, per day, the total calories that you eat, 45 to 65 percent of your diet should come from carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. So that's a substantial portion of your diet. I mean, it's, it's the, if we go back to like the pyramid or mm-hmm. the, the ladder or the plate now and everything, mm-hmm. it's the biggest portion of the, uh, of the, uh, of the chart. Yeah, absolutely. And so here's the other thing that I think is really interesting. So people say, Oh, I need to cut my carbohydrates. Well, there's only really three sources of macronutrients that you can have carbohydrates, fats, or proteins. Mm-hmm. And so if you cut that down, you have to fill your plate with something else. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know that an overconsumption of anything, it, it doesn't lead to good health. And so, no, carbohydrates are very, very important. Um, plants are our main sources of carbohydrates. And so they're produced through photosynthesis. And when we talk about carbohydrates, that basic building block is glucose. And so you might have heard of blood glucose levels um, in literature, or maybe you're hearing your diabetic friend talk about that. They're talking about carbohydrates. Um, so all living things gain their energy in some capacity from the sun through photosynthesis. And so we can either have those plants that um, directly make glucose from the sun or uh, as animals um, and humans, we then eat those plants too. And so glucose is that building block really for all of human life. Um, Carbohydrates can be classified as simple and complex. 
So our simple would be our single sugars or just two sugars that are hooked together. And so for you guys that are listening, just visualize like two things holding hands. And so two sugars that are hooked together. If you think about how big um, this structure is, it's that's relatively small and easily digestible. We also have complex carbohydrates. Our complex carbohydrates are just lots and lots of sugars. Again, I like this visual. It's, it, this is overly simplistic, but they're just holding hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those would be our complex carbohydrates. Within that category, we have a couple of different subcategories. As you guys know from the last segment, it's pretty complex. Yeah. Um, but we have our starches and our starches. These are found in plants and um, these would be lots of sugars hooked together. But think about that handshake is easily broken. We can use that for energy. Um, then we also have our fibers. So fibers are a classification of carbohydrates and not many people know that. Mm-hmm. So fibers are a carbohydrate, but the difference is there are many sugars hooked together, but think about like a death grip. Mm-hmm. That handshake is a death grip. Like it is really, really hard to break those bonds apart. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that's the visual that I always like to keep in my head, but our starches, we can easily use those for energy. They're very, very large. We break that sugar apart. And then um, eventually that's just absorbed into our intestine and we can use that. Whereas our fibers, they're they're not quite so simple. Um, they're not easily digested and, and broken down in the small intestine, but they can go to the large intestine and they have some utility there as well. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we have glycogen. So glycogen is the storage form of carbohydrate that's in your muscle tissue or an animal muscle tissue as well. Um, so this is also used maybe when you're exercising and you're going on a run or something, um, that muscle or that glucose that's in your muscle can be accessed and used. Mm -hmm. Or in the day you accidentally forgot to, you know, eat a good breakfast. Well, some of that can then be used for energy as well. Okay. Uh, Real quick question, just to kind of back us up a little bit here. Um, Is there, is there a difference or a similarity between like glucose and gluten? Mm, um, Kind of. And so, um, that would be actually a great a great uh, a segment that I could do maybe uh, the next month or something. Okay. Um, but gluten is found in like those grain products. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a protein, whereas glucose, that's like our sugar. Okay. And so they have a very similar name, but they have okay. some different functions. Good gotcha. question, though. Yeah. Because like whenever I, I hear glucose, I like because <laughs> me not being a you know, medical person or anything like that. Like I'm like, oh, glucose has got to be gluten. It's got glue in it and things like that, but <laughs> yes. I am wrong. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's funny though. In nutrition, there's actually one of the reasons I love nutrition science. Mm-hmm. If you dissect out the words, a lot of times it tells you what it does. And so you're actually definitely on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just a little bit different in this scenario. Though. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, what is the difference between a starch and a fiber? We already talked about that. Right. And so we have some, They're all complex carbohydrates. Some of those bonds are easily broken and some of those bonds are not easily broken. And so then what do I do with this information? How do I apply what we've been talking about? Well, all of our foods have a utility in some some respect. And so our simple sugars, those would be um, like your table sugar, honey, um, some sugars that are found in fruits. Sometimes we have a negative connotation of that. Like we need to reduce that. Well, that is true. We don't want to overconsume, but there's a utility for that. Think about maybe a diabetic that they have low blood sugar levels. Well, we need to pull that up. Mm-hmm. And so having a, a juice that's high in glucose is really wonderful for that scenario. 
say that you guys are about to go and exercise or go on a walk with your dog or something like that, well, you need a little extra energy. And so having maybe a Rice Krispie treat or something that's going to give you that really fast energy is is so helpful because you want to feel fueled for that particular activity. And so our simple sugars, uh, we usually like to have those before we're doing something that would require, you know, um, more energy, more focus. Of course, you can see if we overconsume those all the time, mm-hmm. then that could lead to an excess of calorie intake that could make us feel pretty, pretty poor, potentially lead to weight gain. Mm-hmm. Um, our complex carbohydrates, what's really interesting is they release energy slowly throughout the day because they're very large. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the day, they're giving you what I would say a little bit more consistent um, amount of energy. And so we're not having those huge spikes and then drops. Mm-hmm. And I always like to think about this if you're like a diabetic, because, you know, my mother's type one diabetic. It's really important that we stabilize our blood sugars throughout the day because that helps us, you know, to feel energized, but to not have those lulls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so similar to like a type one diabetic or type two diabetic, that's that's good for us, too. You know, we, we still have um, a properly functioning uh, pancreas, but for us that maybe don't have diabetes, that's still a really important thing for us to consider as well, that to stabilize our blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So our complex carbohydrates from starches are wonderful to consume in the day. And then also our fiber, that is really great. The recommendations are that we consume about 14 grams per 1000 calories that we have per day. And so it depends on like the size of the person, your activity level, your gender, you know, lots of different personal factors on how, how much food you should eat per day. But if you think about per 1000 calories, 15 grams, 14 to 15 grams should come from fiber. And that's, that's quite a bit. I'm, you know, for, for the common population in the United States, if you're somebody that's actively eating your fruits and vegetables and whole grains, you should probably be approaching that line pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, fibers are really important for helping us feel full and satisfied. And so if you're a person that after dinner, you're like, man, I'm still pretty hungry. Maybe a good trick would be to add some sort of fibrous type of, um, you know, fruit, vegetable, whatever that looks like into your, your dinner meal that can help you to feel a little bit more full. The other thing that fiber does that's very important is it helps with like digestive regulation. And so many people are being diagnosed with IBS, um, with some different gut type of issues. Fiber is really great to help with that. It scrapes along the side of the colon and so it improves our gut health. And then lastly, fiber is really great for helping with weight management. 